Yo, people, and welcome back to the E-Man Effect podcast with your boy, E-Man Asuko, a.k.a. Uncle E-Man, and the beautiful, lovely, luxurious... He started again. Adventurous. Adventurous? Okay. Adventurous. <laughs> Wakandurous. Okay, Invincible. I'm not sure about the Wakandurous, but the Adventurous, yeah. I know what you're talking about, because, yeah. Anyway. Go ahead. Ah, oh, that's my way for you. Uh, Meriam Asuko, a.k.a. Mimi. So yeah, he man's other half, better half, of yeah, course. Of course, of course, of course. So yeah, I can talk recklessly. So yeah, that's my wife. So yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. I'm her husband. I like to say that. I'm her Ooh, husband. That's new. I like to say that. I like to say I'm Miriam's husband. It's it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. I like it. It sounds good. It sounds. I think it suits me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it suits me. Yeah. So yeah, welcome to another episode. So yeah, how is your how how you been? How's everything? Good. 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 I'm in the process of um, changing some stuff up in Mimi's life. So it's been going okay. Yeah. Yes. So talk to that. Talk talk to that because a lot of people, people is going through stuff in life and so forth. So talk about your transitioning from from one career to another. Let the people so know. So if some people know, some people don't know. I've been running a cake business company for over 10 years now mm-hmm. and I've kind of lost passion for it I think that's the PC way to say how I'm feeling about my business but I decided to switch it up because I want soft life to have soft life you need money so I decided to just switch it up did a course finished a course now in the process of applying for a job which mm-hmm. has been as straightforward as I thought but I walked into the process optimistic and I think you always have to walk into any new thing in your life with optimism because mm. sometimes it doesn't go according to plan and it might hit you but yeah it's been interesting it's been challenging I'm grateful for Habi because he's been pushing me supporting me he's been pushing mm-hmm. me to to do it and I'm grateful for my friends who've had my back and it's not been easy I'm not gonna lie there's days I've had down days and I'm just like why am I doing this so I just stick to cakes and then something reminds me why I'm trying to get out of cakes and then I get motivation to keep going so yeah yeah but how has that transition been in regards to that obviously it's taking you a while you haven't really been loving cakes for yeah, I a little for while a but, little but while. Then you struggle to know what to do yeah so how has it been the process trying to find this thing because you've looked at quite a different quite a few different career paths and yeah. things that you could do and like you're now looking at this career path which you can let people know. Yeah. And like, what made you pick this out of all the other ones? Money. <laughs> okay. Because, okay, I make a certain amount from cakes every month. And when you've been working out of the working world for so long, obviously trying to get back into it and earn the same amount of money that you've been working as self-employed can be quite difficult because they say that you don't have experience and stuff like that. So for me, whatever job I was going to go into... I needed to make sure that I could earn the same, if not more, than what I'm already earning from cakes. And I earned good money from cakes. So that was my reasoning. And Emmanuel, because he's so well connected, someone's reached out to him to say thank you for the advice that he gave them and explained what they did to get to the position that they're in. And he thought, oh, Mims has been trying to get out of cakes for a while. This is something that she could potentially do. And I've done it. And yeah, I'm in a position now where God willing, touch wood, I will be earning above what I earn from cakes. So, yeah. Unless hours. Um... Unless hours. And a big motivator for it. Sorry, I should have said this as well. A of big course. motivator was because cakes takes up a lot of time. As you know, we have four kids and I felt sometimes I didn't have, I, I didn't have enough time 
for them because weekends are busy, cakes is long hours. So, and obviously I was not spending time with amazing hubby. Yes, we both work from home, mm. but it's different when I'm in the kitchen sometimes to nine, 10 o'clock trying to finish off orders and he's done. And it's just, I feel like me changing career paths is better off for our family, our dynamic, mm. and even us as a couple. I think that's the most important thing I've realized that it works. So yeah, I think good, yeah. Yo, my people, if you're liking the podcast, liking the juice and the sauce that we're providing, then make sure you share. Don't be selfish. Don't be keeping it to yourself, keeping all the good stuff like a hoarder. Oh, and no. share it out. <laughs> Let the people never know and keep it out there. Where can they find us, Mimi? You can find us on Spotify, Apple and Amazon. Please follow us. Thank you. Blessings. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's, it's important. And and I definitely like, I just want to encourage like, all the men them like, especially like the husbands and if you've got a partner like is it like for me like my wife has literally supported me to reach my dreams like where I'm at today from doing the business like I always, I always tell the story like when I I used to do financial talks at church and you know I wasn't getting much bookings and I remember coming home and being like oh yeah they're saying they're gonna book me to do this or this church but no one's really saying stuff and and you were like oh why don't you just do it yourself and I'd never thought, because I thought, do I have enough of a following? Will people yeah. come up? Will people turn out? And she's like, why don't you do it yourself? I'm like, okay, well. And then it was like, okay, that's going to be the thing. So then I went on social media, you know, created the page, done some events. Mm. Mims would come and support the events, do the register, take pictures on the camera. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? Do stuff for social Sell media. Tea and coffees with people. Tea and, serve tea and coffees to people. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes if we couldn't get babysitting for our youngest child, whichever mm. one it was at the time, yeah, like you know, you carrying them, <laughs> or we bringing with bring, them, bring them, yeah. bring them to the event, you know what I mean, and trying to look after them and so forth, and always supporting man. And I could see, like, as, as much as I got happier, yeah, I could see that you wasn't as happy, yeah, and it can bring attention. Do you know what I mean? It can bring attention, and and you know what I mean. I'm always keeping it real. There was a time I was thinking, right, is this all hating, like? Is she actually a hater? Like, yeah. man's living my dream. Things that we've been working for. And I feel like my wife's not happy for me. Mm. Like, it's a bit of a mad one still. You know what I mean? It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a techie one. Yeah. But I could understand, like, and this is where communication becomes so important. Important, so, very much so. So, like, yeah, it's great. You know, your wife looks beautiful. Or, you know, you got a partner. You, like, have fun and, and you know, like, ginger. Or, you know, it's all <laughs> spicy and exciting. <laughs> But things like communication are the cornerstone, are the backbone of any relationship. And because we are like best friends and we get on them, I could see that not only was, you know, maybe I lost, I was losing my wife, but I was losing my best friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think we went through a period, yeah. And so because of that, I was like, okay, what can we do? Like, what can we do? How can I help you? Like, and it was frustrating because I'm trying to help you and you don't know what you want to do. Yeah. So like, you know, we've looked into project management and all these other, all these other avenues and all these other things. And you know what I mean? And then it was like this one, you were like, yeah, then I had to pay for a course. Like, and paid for course, paid for exams. Man's had to babysit so you can study. So I can study. Like, even at the height, even though I'm at the height of my career and I'm, you know, on TV all the time, like I understood that if we're going to make this work, there has to be time where I have to take a back seat yeah. where you have to take the priority. And I'm, I know we said coming into, you know, 
2022 like yeah. it's this is your year like do you know what i mean this is the year where you know we focus on you your development what you want to achieve in life what's in, like and make sure that you have because happiness in a couple when only one person is truly happy isn't a nice no, it's isn't not, nice right? it's almost like you're still losing yeah do you know what i mean because you can't really share that joy so the man them like you know i know like make sure you're having those conversations i know how we are we've got this whole provider thing on our head and as long as we're paying all the bills and we're buying properties and we're paying for yeah. our kids to go to private school we feel like we're done we're doing it but actually there's a lot more important things there and you know sometimes it requires us to take a back seat and you know support our wives and be the cheerleader because you know they've been doing that for a lot a long time for us and it needs to be reciprocated no, definitely. And I'm grateful for Emmanuel because if I've been completely honest, I've been wanting to give up cakes since year seven, like since like being in the business for like by seven, eight, seven years in, I was like, you know, I'm tired of this. I just kept going and going and going because like I said, I do make good money from it. But and it wasn't like Iman said about it wasn't like I was hating on him, but I just felt like I was stuck, mm. like I was in a position and I couldn't get out of it. And I could see how he was doing what he was doing. And it's well-deserved. Don't get it twisted. Like, I am so proud of this man. It's ridiculous. Like, I could wax lyrical on all the things he's done. Okay, okay, don't. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> My head big already. Don't, don't, but don't. I felt stuck. And I'm grateful that he took the time out to invest back into me to be like, okay, what do you want to do? Because, and he, don't get me wrong, we did go through different career paths and it just didn't make sense. And maybe there was God's timing in it as well because He, we needed to get to a certain point with our kids for me to be able like, this makes sense. So yeah, I'm grateful to have him by my side to support me, to push me, even when I didn't want to be pushed, to push Come me Come and on. to say, look, this is what we you do. can achieve it. You just need to put your head down and get it done. This and we're here now. We're good over here. We're good over here. <laughs> this, this is what we did. No, no, I'm joking, but... No, it's important and it's learning. And I don't want people to feel like, oh, yeah, like man's best husband of the year or something. Bruv, like we still had arguments, we still had issues and so forth. So it's all learning, it's all working, but it's it's the constant wanting to get better. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we want to, we feel like we have to be perfect for our partner. Like I think one thing that we've learned is that we're definitely not perfect, but we're always trying to be yeah. better, always trying to do better, always ready to listen and learn. And understand that we're, we're changing. Like we're, we're in our 11th year. I know. We're our not the same people. Year, you know, my G. We're not the same people. So I can't be giving you the same the same thing that I was trying to give you when we first... You're not that person. No. Your mindset is not there. So again, even the way like we love, even the way we support one another, even the way we talk, even the way you know we communicate, it's has different. had to evolve. Yeah. Because we're different people. We're growing. Do you know what I mean? And so these things are really important. So yeah, man. It's a good idea. I love that. Come on, <laughs> that's how we start the show, people. That's how we start the show. But yeah, talk to me. What are we talking about today? I don't know if you see you guys. Obviously, we're back on Netflix again. But Love Is Blind. This is like the second season now, and Emmanuel and I, we do, we've watched it, and we're not invested in it, but it's interesting. Do you know what I mean? Because the dynamics is just mad to go in and mm. date someone that you haven't seen, and then propose to them. But and it's similar. It's similar to us as well, isn't it? How? Because like. So when me and Miriam's met... Yeah, that's true. So basically, I knew Miriam's sister at church. Yeah. Me and Miriam's sister, Big Up V, um, we were very close from time. Mm. So I used to always have a Sunday hug. So yes. I to, so I used to have, we used to have this ritual, it's Sunday, we have our Sunday hug. Yeah. And so I was even just walking out, I was like, where's V? I need to try and V, we haven't had our Sunday hug. So I found her, gave her a hug, and then 
She's like, oh, this is my sister. Yeah. I never knew she had a sister. Nope. What's wrong with you? Why would you not even be telling people about whole families out here? So, so I never knew she had a sister. And yeah, I wasn't, by the way, I wasn't trying to move to V. Like, V's like seven foot tall. No, I'm joking. She's <laughs> mad. I'm that. joking. It's jokes. It's bad. It's bad. But V's mad too, and she's old. Not old, old, but older than like old. She's not old. She's only two years older than me. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's old. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so yeah, but it's all love. Do you know what I mean? So we were good friends though. Mm-hmm. I always got on. And so obviously I met M- Mims and then that day was the day you went back to uni. Yes, for my so final I year. So you had been at church the whole summer yeah. and we hadn't met, hadn't Never. spoken. The day we met, you went back. Yeah. And then and we spoke, had a good conversation. Um, he left such a, he left a lasting impact on me from that one conversation. So, yeah. So, yeah. Then you went, then, well, we didn't exchange numbers or no. anything. You went. And then I was in drama. Yes. So I used to do drama That's to build up, build up my confidence. So I used to do drama, build up my confidence. And then I told anyone that if you really want to, you know, if you're someone that's shy or you're a bit nervous, like drama is something that you can do. You can act out something, can look yeah. and it's, do it in front of people and then that gives you the confidence and that was the same way I used to go into my interviews and just act out this character that I know they wanted to see and <laughs> always get the job so you were cast to be my girlfriend yes. so we got, we had our core group and then we used to get extras, extras in, in yes. and so you were cast as one of the extras and funnily enough you were cast to play my girlfriend yes I was you played my girlfriend in the play so because of that I had to take we had to exchange numbers because yes, so we had to we practice our lives yeah and so that's how I got your number. Yeah. And then we started talking. Remember that play didn't even end up happening. It didn't happen. So imagine that. We, we've done a play. We practiced. We went to someone's house. We were practicing it. Met. Exchanged numbers. And then after that, we started talking. So you yeah. were still at uni. Yeah, I was. So I was here in London. Yeah, I was so in Portsmouth. We, there was never a thing of, oh, we're going to be like in a relationship. Yeah. We're just going to be friends. Friends, Because yeah. you're at uni and I'm here in London. Like, it's not this long distance thing. Yeah. ain't going to work. So we used to start to be friends. We started calling. And I remember we used to call each other every other month. Yeah. So we took it in turns. Took it in turns. So if I called if I called in January, you were calling February, yeah. I'll call in March, and so forth. And then there was one time we finished the call and you were like, oh, I really enjoyed this call. Like, let's not, let's not leave it a month. Yeah. And then after that, we just spoke every single day. Every day, yeah. But WhatsApp, again, text, everything. Text. But yeah. then I was again, I was here in yeah. here in London. You was there. And I remember I bought a Blackberry because of you them times yeah. so that we could be on Blackberry Messenger yes. and talk on Messenger. And so we didn't have that whole physical... Physical Because date. you was at uni yeah. and I was here. So we spent a whole year literally just talking, talking getting to know one another yeah. and build that friendship, build yeah. that, that friendship, which obviously then meant that when we came, when you did come back and you finished uni and we were talking, you already built a strong a foundation. Good, yeah. And I no longer... I used to... Like, don't, don't say what you're going to say, but I used to have multiple girls that... <laughs> I was going to say, but I'm not going to say... I, used to, I know what you're going to say. I used to have multiple multiple girls that I used to... And they'll be for different activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like, just to be... Activities. When I want to go bowling, when I go to cinema, mm-hmm. when I want to go with a man, then when I want to go to the Jamaican rave, <laughs> I, had one, I had one yardy girl. Oh, look, can we not go into this history? That's crazy. Anyway, so... Um, you keep talking and I'll say what I was going to say. <laughs> don't say, don't say. So I had different girls with different occasions but because we brought such a strong friendship yeah like by the time you come back and so forth i didn't want to spend time with them i wanted to take you to all the different things the different things that i used yeah. to to go to and even then stop started stop going to certain things because i felt like you know it wasn't right for me to be in those environments for our relationship and so yeah. forth so yeah you know i feel like we did a bit of the love love is, love blind, is blind experiment even ourselves. though it didn't feel like 
we were falling in love at that time, but no. I guess it was leading up to exactly. where we are now. So do you think love is blind? I think in certain constructs, yes. Like the show, yes, mm. love is blind because you're just falling in love. You're talking to someone and falling in love with how they present themselves. But then again, it's dangerous because we've seen catfish. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Obviously, there's a vetting process, so you know yeah. that, that's a that you're talking to. I her. think in that specific situation, yeah. love is blind. But I think in the real life, but do you think it's love though? Because we see a lot of people didn't make it. Yeah, we see a lot uh, more issues once you come out. Look at the two Asian. There's, yeah. there's two Asian people, and they've always dated white people. Yeah. So this is the first time they're dating dating within their race. And she's fine, happy, and, and he's happy yeah. about her in regards to, he's like, just the best woman I've been around, yeah. like mentally, like it's like a best friend. And, you know, like he's got all of that. All the but, qualities but that he normally wants. he's quite sexual. They haven't had sex yet. Yeah. And he said the re- one of the reasons they haven't had sex yet is because she, she reminds him of his auntie. What are your thoughts? I think it's stupid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I can't even imagine... Like, my husband, who's African, me, I'm African, him looking at me and saying, the reason why I can't date you is because you remind me of my auntie. That's dumb. Like, whatever is going on in his brain, he needs to rejig it and rewire it because I don't agree with that. Like, yeah, I think he's just not attracted to her, but he's saying that... No, I think he is attracted to her. I think he is attracted to her. He can see she's she's a beautiful, like... Yeah. I think he is attracted to her as in she looks good I think but it can be difficult so for example like mm-hmm. you know imagine yeah man like obviously my mum's af mm-hmm. she's got an af accent man's aunties are af they got and obviously they're choir boom, like you know from my part so they got that so if I was a choir boom girl now and man's giving her the dugga 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 clapping the cheeks and that oh lord and man, while man's clapping the cheeks she said oh your man oh my <laughs> Hey man, you are giving me the weakness. Ah, and you saw uh, it can be it can affect if you if you haven't overcome like the fact like so you said something per- you haven't overcome because there's loads of African people that are from the same part yeah. of their town, yeah, 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 city, tribe, whatever you want, and they're getting married and they're not saying that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You say that, but like if I was singing, I went to Nigeria and I saw beautiful girls and, and I'm talking to them and they've yeah. got a Nigerian accent, I wouldn't, I wouldn't exactly. feel in a way so or a Ghanaian accent. By the way, I like, I like Nigerians and Ghanaians. They're my favourite. So, but exactly though, so that's what you're saying. You're not going to feel a way because you're just, you look at them and you're attracted to them. The accent means nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, but big that, up the Zim girls as well. Behave yourself. Sorry, I just, I'm just shouting out Manual. the continent, the Focus. continent. Focus. Black love, black love. Focus. Sorry, black love. Go ahead, sorry. Black love. <laughs> I don't even know where we at. Where we so, so anyway, we yeah. saw something on we saw something online that she was upset with. Yes. So talk to me about this. So I saw me. these I don't even let me not even give them no title. Big these up. guys, what are you gonna I'll say? say big, up, big up fresh and fresh and fit. Fresh, fresh and fit. Fresh and these fit. These two guys in America that they were discussing that they don't date black girls. They call themselves specifically, they are not night rider. Now, I used to watch they night riders. They don't date night riders. They don't date night. No, is it they're not night riders because they don't date mm. black girls, mm. right? And that irked me. Okay. Irked me. Okay. Because how she started dare using you? words like irked. No, you're in trouble. I don't how know. How triple dare you open your mouth as a black man to say, I'm not a night rider? Mm. 
Did you get slapped when you were a kid? Probably did. No, maybe not enough. Maybe that's the problem. Did someone, like, anyway. So it really, really upset me. I get preference. I get love who you love. I get date who you want to date. I get all of that. It's a new world. It's a new society. Power to the people and all of that stuff, yeah. But don't at the detriment of your own. Mm. Big up someone else. I don't agree with that. No, 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 no. Do what you want to do. It's your life. You only live one life on this earth. Do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. But don't go on the internet and start saying that. What, for clicks, for views? Yeah, but at the same time, like you said, you said for clicks, they've got what? They've got uh, almost almost 600k subscribers on YouTube. So it works. Sometimes, you know, you say stuff and it's it's sensationalized. And because people share it, people that have similar views do that. And and look, we were watching, I can't remember that program about being black British. And, you know, we saw the... A lot, a lot of the we saw one of the guys that said, you know, he only typically dates white women, even though they didn't want to say it out loud, mm. you know. And it's not a problem. Like you can have your preference, you can have who you feel comfortable with and who you feel like. Because at the end of the day, this is to me, it's not necessarily about black and white. It's about who you can build with. You know yeah. what I mean? And what you're gonna build. I knew for me, I knew that I had to marry a, a black woman. Yeah. I used to, I old school used to love my Caribbean. With my cousin used to live in in Brixton. I, I grew up around a lot of. Caribbean Why people. your voice always going soft when you start talking about stuff like this? I'm just reminiscing. I'm done. <laughs> Don't judge mm-hmm. me. I'm just reminiscing. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast. Uh-huh. I'm, just doing, I'm just doing what a podder should be doing. Okay. It's podder. So, yeah, so I used to look like the Caribbean women and mm-hmm. um, obviously as I started to now get older and start want to look for a wife, I, I realised that there were certain core things that, that I want from my wife or I had expected from my wife that I knew that I would have to get some an African woman mm-hmm. who was brought up in that culture to be able to, like, there's no point in me trying to force something yeah. onto somebody yeah. else. That like, I've got to accept people as they are. Yeah. And the women that I met, I'm sure there are Caribbean women that have the similar traditional, yeah. you know what I mean? But the ones that I met didn't and they weren't they weren't prepared to do certain things. Certain that, things and yeah. I respect that because you have to value yourself and know what you want in your life. Absolutely. And so I knew that at that point, I knew I'll, I'll be looking at you know, African, 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 and specifically for me personally, culture-wise, Nigerian or Ghanaian, Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like those two cultures for me are very similar. And, you know, we have a lot of, lot of similarities in what we do and and what's expected. Um, So I feel like there is about, yes, you can have your preference. I'll be honest. I've, I've never dated a white woman. Yeah. I've dated, I've dated mixed race. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was serious. <laughs> My first ever girlfriend was mixed race. And that was interesting. Yeah. But after that, I've always been with black women. And yeah, I feel like that's where I feel comfortable. That's my comfort zone. That's where I feel like I'm treated how I want to be treated. And I feel like they get me, they get my work ethic, they get my hustle and, mm. and, and all sorts. So like, I, but I also feel like sometimes we put a pressure on. So there's so much I want to talk about. I know, obviously, yeah. I want to talk about your experience in Ireland and, yes. and so forth. But I also want to talk about the Mo Gilligan. So you start with your thing in Ireland and then we'll go on to Mo Gilligan. So full disclosure, I have dated white guys when I was younger. <laughs> oh, gosh. So basically, when I was younger, I lived in Ireland for three years from the age of, I think it's 15 to 18. So I dated from, I lived in Ireland for three years and my first, I guess, official boyfriend boyfriends were white and I didn't really feel different I guess in the process like Mm. they never treated me any which way they just kind of saw me they liked me we dated type thing even their parents I never felt 
like Ireland as a whole, when I lived there was quite racist, but they never treated me any differently. My friends were my friends. We went out, we had a good time. We had fun. Obviously, if I had stayed in Ireland, I probably would have married a white guy for different reasons, but I'm not, I don't know if I should go into it, but but coming back to the UK, I realised that it's different when you have more options of your own race in front of you compared mm. to Ireland where there weren't that many black people then. So, mm. yeah, when I came back to the UK, it was always going to be a black guy. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I totally respect that. And, and I think, you know, your environment does shape you. Yeah. It does make a difference. Do you know what I mean? If, you, if you're in an environment where it's, it's going to be, it might have been very difficult to find, yeah. you might not even have met or at that time, yeah. known other black, black families yeah. or black people as, to find a black man at a similar age or or whatever that you were looking for. So I could totally respect that. I think what I want to say about Mo Gilligan is that like I feel like, you know, big up Mo. I really, I really rate Mo. Nah, um, love his comedy, love what he stands for, love what he does. And, you know, I love that, you know, he's about the community and supporting. He's a proud black man. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the other day it came out that, you know, his his other half is a white woman. And people had people, things to say. People are going to have on him that he's dating a white woman. Like, oh, now he's not black or he's he's fake or whatever, or he's not really about the community if he's with a white woman. And I'm just like, are you not mad? Like, what, what's wrong? Are you well? Like, and I always say, like, how do you know? Like, were black women even checking for man like Mo before he bust? Trust me. Before he got famous, and were black women were they really checking for him? Man, don't know. I'm just I'm just asking a question, like. You don't know what man's... I know certain men that even if they wanted to date black women, they weren't giving them the light. Yeah. They weren't cool enough. They didn't have the swag. They didn't have the, the edge. They weren't... Do you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, man busts 10 years later. Yeah, and all and of a sudden... And then all of a sudden, oh, he should be of a black... Did black women want him in the first place? Oh, Lord. And I think when we were watching mm. that Black British and Proud, there was yeah. a guy who had a twin and he said that the reason, I guess, his preference is the way it is because he was more with the rugby crowd, which... Is and then the other twin was more with like the church, the African church. So that built their preference from there. And I think definitely like what you surround yourself with will influence who you surround yourself with. Yeah. So yeah. So what you're saying is one twin, one twin went. They both lived outside of London. I think so. Yeah. yeah they lived in the country, and one was playing rugby, was into sport, and played rugby. And so he, he was around his rugby friends, mm. which are mainly white. And so he, this is where his kind of preference, because he was surrounded by white people and obviously interacted with white women in, in his world. And the other one went went to African church, the, the black church. And so he was surrounded more by black, black women. women. And yeah. so, although they're identical, they look exactly it's, the same. Identical twins, same yeah. height, same hair, same everything. They have different preference. And that goes to show that your environment has a big play on, on it. And it's not just about, you know, race or one better than the other or so forth. I think it's so important that, you know, we look at it and we don't try and judge people by how real you are or how black you are, by who you date. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm all for preference, but the problem with the fresh and fit is that they're actively mm. saying it. And I think that's my problem. Yeah. It's do what you want. Yeah. But don't, because they went on other people's podcasts and they they were challenged about it. And they were like, yes, we stand by our comments. Or I think they tried to take it back and stuff, but they were like, nah, but you're here defending it. You've defended yourself against those comments. It's just silly to me. It's, yeah, I don't have time for people like that. Yeah, no, I totally understand. I mean, yeah, they've gone on, they've gone on to other podcasts and defended. And remember, a lot of things are for content, okay? Mm. I want us to understand, and this is, I'm talking to you, like, I'm talking to you, but... Like, there's a lot of a lot of things that we see on social media. Me doing social media, 
I understand that. There's a lot of things we see on social media and people that make content will look at stuff and be like, that's content. Yeah. Like, there are things that people say, people do, people say they've done, people act. It's literally for content. As in, it's literally to go viral. It's literally to get shares. It's literally to get publicity in order to further their career. And so sometimes somebody will say something or do something. And we have to understand that even if they say it and they vehemently say like they believe it, Mm -hmm. sometimes that's just for the camera. Okay. That's just the persona that they're putting on. But do you think they said that just for the camera? Just for the persona? I definitely, because even when when I saw them in other interviews, they were saying like, obviously they've dated black girls in the past, their mum, their sisters, like they're black. Like they understand like you can't disrespect the whole race and not understand that, that you have mums, sisters, yeah. aunties, all that you're going to be throwing into that. So, of course, for the audience that they're building and, and where they're growing and what they're trying to do and to sell their courses and their relationship advice and whatever, it worked for them. And I respect that and I understand why they do that. That's not something that I would personally do. No. Like, it's not something that I feel like there's ways to make money. Yes. There's ways to make money. And for me, my integrity comes over money. I'd rather have my integrity and know that when my kids look back, because remember, these guys are going to have, this mm-hmm. guy might have a daughter and his daughter is going to grow up. This thing sits on the internet forever. Trust me. going to grow up and see, his, she's going to see her father say that he doesn't date night riders and realise that she's a, she's a night rider. She's like, I don't do the darkies. Oh, and, Lord. and that's, she falls in that category. So I think sometimes we have to understand when we're saying stuff like, Yes, I understand you want to get content, you want to get views, you want to be sensationalism, you want to maybe, oh, what do you say? Mm. Have you heard this? And pass it. And that's what it is. Yeah. You say something outrageous and then people say, what? What did he say? Girl, put this in the WhatsApp group. Can you imagine it? Then they'll put that in another WhatsApp group. And, another, yeah. and all of a sudden the views, the views are crazy. You'll get a million views. Sometimes also we have to look at ourselves and say, if we know that somebody is, we need to stop watching the content. Yeah. We need to stop promoting it. We are sharing the content, complaining about it, but it's getting the views that they want and require. I hate, I came across it. I've never watched any of their podcasts. I've never gone to look look them up on thing. It was just a passing thing on social media, and and I saw it. So for me, I like Imanis. I don't try and watch a lot of things that just talk nonsense because I just don't have time for it. And it's true if they're doing it for content, whatever. I can't respect it because I don't agree with that type of content. But if that's how they feel, like that's how they need to make money or make a name for themselves, then more for you, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. Yo, we're coming up. We're wrapping up. Like, this thing went quick today. This one went quick. Oh, Lord. But yeah, you know, E-Man's tip of the day. Like, mm-hmm. this week's tip of the week, whatever. Like, for me, I think what's really important is to understand. I just want to give you the tip to, when it comes to relationships, like, yes, have preference. Yes, have your list. But don't be bound. Don't miss your potential wife or your potential partner over the fact that they don't tick one box. Yeah. Yes, have your standards, but be open. Like the thing I love about Love is Blind is that you're open. You're talking freely to this person. You're trying to get to know this person. Like get to know people. I think sometimes, especially as men, like we are so sexually charged that the second we get close to a woman or even as a friend of a woman, we just want to smash. Like, it's okay to have girlfriends that are just friends that you don't smash. You don't need to smash mm. every single woman that comes past you. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's important. And then women on the other side, be careful who you friend zone. 
because one day they're your friends owning them, the next day you're going to their wedding thinking, why this could have been me. Okay? So let's be careful what we're doing and don't miss our opportunities and don't miss, you know, love because we've got all these things that we're looking for and just get to know people on a genuine level. Yeah. Like get to know people for who they are. And if it works, it works. Forget, listen, I always tell people like, I me when I was going, I like plump girls. I like girls with body. Do you see what I'm saying? Me, what are you shaking for? Because I'm just reminiscing. This is podcast. We reminisce on the oh podcast. Oh my god! Okay, this man. I'm just reminiscing, mm-hmm. and I remember, you know, size so 16, 14, mm-hmm. 16, 18. Mm? And then you went to marry Alekma. And then I married my wife, size six. Ah, so. Well, the, the nyash that I'm used to wasn't wasn't the same anymore, you know? I used to ask him, I was like, you feel like big girls, why are you marrying me for? But look at you today. Look at you today. Size yeah, 12. 10 years, four kids left. Fertilizer, I've been fertilizing you. <laughs> giving you the fertilizer. And now look. Huh? So no, what I'm saying person. is is that, look, I'm on an honest truth, yeah? Like, if I was just going to go on like, okay, I like bigger, mm. I would have let Miriam go. And she, somebody else would be the luckiest husband in in the world to have such a wonderful wife. Do you know what I mean? But I claim that for myself and I'm better for it. I'm a better man for it. Do you know what I mean? So that's my tip of the week, man. Like build genuine relationships. Yo, I hope you like the podcast. I hope you like what we're doing here. E-Manifest podcast with the one and only, the sweetest, the sweetest plantain. What? My wife knew me that. And um, yeah, man, like, subscribe, share. Follow Mimi on on the socials, the Suco page. Yeah, Suco page. Yeah, the, come the, and see what we get up see as the a Sucos, You know, obviously, email effects on Insta, on TikTok as well. So yeah, follow us, like, share. You know, don't just keep this to yourself. Get out there. More blessings. We appreciate each and every one of you, man. And yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. Definitely.